Yo, everybody, welcome back to the Welcome! Well, that really threw me off. Uh, Why did that throw you off? I thought you were saying, wait, cut. Uh, What's wait, to... cut? Oh. What does that mean? Well, no, he's saying, wait, cut, cut. Like, stop, oh, stop, like the, stop the Stop thing. the podcast. But... No, uh, welcome everybody back to the Desire the Fire podcast. It has been a while since we've been able to upload a episode for your audible pleasure, but it is good to be back. Um, just and wanted, we're back together. Yes, actually, this is first in a while. Uh, we haven't actually been physically next to each other. That I, I was getting borderline like homosexual there. So what does that mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm, what are just, you trying to say? We here? haven't been able to occupy the same space. And podcast <laughs> together. so strange. Is that even worse? I was trying to... Uh, <laughs> it sounds like I'm sitting on your lap or you're sitting on mine. Or like we're in the same space at the same time. Okay, let's move on. But we are back at the studio. Oh, not really. We're like two two floors under it. Two floors under it. They, so they we're two us. floors under eight li- eight Eighth Light Studio. Yes, we got double booked. We got um, double booked? Yeah. So someone's actually in there right now? Yeah, but you can't hear it, which is awesome. They're actually playing. And recording. I think people are throwing chairs around there too. Oh, is there fire? Bad boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, I hope everyone's been doing well. I hope this week and this episode finds you in a good place in your relationship with God. And if not, that's cool too, because God is one who um, never insists that we be perfect, but He was perfect. Okay, <laughs> um, so I'm not even gonna say anything. <laughs> uh, we have a lot in store for you guys uh, over uh, throughout this episode, but today we're gonna talk about one of our favorite subjects. Oh, Dan- Daniel, do you oh. like sports? Um, not so much. No, not really. <laughs> Just my most favorite thing in the world. You know, um, you know, I think I'm getting into this other sport. Mm-hmm. It's called esports. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even esports. It's just one game that you're into right now. I played. I played one of the guys that are in esports this morning. <laughs> I played him and he steamrolled. Oh, let's not give any more glory to that than you've already done. <laughs> you can check his Instagram if you want to know what he's talking oh, about. Man. But dude, so you like sports? What kind of sports teams do you like? Um, like typical American ones. Uh, I like football, Chargers. baseball. Oh my god! You like the Chargers and the Angels? As I'm wearing an Oakland Raiders hat. <laughs> You're telling me I like the Chargers. Yeah, you love the Chargers. You love Philip Rivers. Oh my God. Speaking of Philip Rivers, <laughs> what about Philip Rivers? He he just got a contract extension. He did. The Chargers guys, are screwed. You know, maybe maybe Derek Carr's kind of like Philip Rivers. Maybe he will become as great as Philip Rivers. But you know what makes Derek Carr great? And this is a great segue into our next segment. Uh-huh. Derek Carr is an awesome Christian. How do you know that? Because he got his whole team to pray around their first victory last year. Mind you, they went like 10 and 0. (laughs) That's something to pray about. Thank God. (laughs) Thank the Lord. They didn't see him like, oh, yeah, I'm the best. But he's like, oh, praise God. (laughs) Praise God. We're not losers. (laughs) Dude, you don't understand. That first victory was so sweet. What what week did you guys win it? I think this was close to 10. So you guys won week 10. You guys finally won. Something like that, yeah. And, you oh know, it was gosh. actually against the first-place team in our division at the time, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, wow. Did Jamal Charles play? Yeah, he did. He did. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> he played, like, two downs? No, dude. <laughs> Jamal no. Charles was playing. Eric Berry, you know, uh, do you know the story about Eric? Oh, 
By the way, if you guys didn't know already, this is a sports podcast. Yeah, so today um, we're talking about God and sports. Do you know we know, you know there's a guy that we, we know that has a folder on his phone called God and sports. Guess what kind of applications are in that folder? It's like <laughs> fantasy. Basically ESPN and the, and the Bible, Bible app. <laughs> Fantasy app. Wait, why does God and Sports get grouped up together in that sequel? Do you know who it is? I think he's upstairs right now. Yeah, he? it is. <laughs> oh he, he's God. the only one. Yeah, he's the only one. Well, first of all, he's the only one that's organized enough to do something like that and on his phone, you know? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, secondly, yeah. like, he's the only other person we know that's as enthusiastic Shout about Sam, you're getting fat. <laughs> but, uh, no, like I was saying, uh, one of the players on the Chiefs, I don't know if you remember the story from last year, but uh, he, uh, this is a guy by the name of Eric Berry. He found a type of cancer or, some, or a tumor in his heart or something like that. So they actually sat the rest of the season. Huh. And he's like their star defensive safety, I think, one of the safeties on the team too. So it was like a big blow to the team, but it's like, whoa, this guy's life is in, in danger and stuff like that. So um, mortality becomes a big issue on sports, and so does God as a result. And you see a lot of people, a lot of good Christians that are in in sports as a result. Um and they do some great things for for their craft, for their career, for their profession. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I guess we wanted to talk about a couple of the the more high profile athletes, if you will. I guess, right? High profile, I guess, kind of. Like the whole country talked about these guys at one point or another. At one point or another. Right. And, and then they, they still were, talk about these guys at time to time. Yeah, and they were phenomenal for that short period of time that they they were yeah. there. Let's start with Tim Tebow. Okay, Tim Tebow. I am so happy that he's playing third string with the Eagles. Again. He's not fantasy football material, but he's playing football again. And, you know, the reason why I got into football, the, one of the biggest reasons was because Tim Tebow. I didn't watch football until Tim, T- Tim Tebow played. Okay, so you became a fan pretty recently because Tim Tebow graduated college in, like, 2010 or something like that yeah 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 so okay so i i i recently started following football and it took me a while to pick it up it took me like two years to really understand what was going on and what was going on with each position and what you're looking for and like i, I feel like fantasy football is a big contributor to that oh too. my gosh yeah i played for years and then it, I, it finally clicked with me i understood what was going on and why it was intense and fun but tim tebow's yeah he's he's a very polarizing character did you did you watch the YouTube video where um they mic'd up Tim Tebow and he's like he's playing a game and he's basically going through the whole game and yeah, yeah. it 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 kind of sounds weird it sounds like a voiceover because he's kind of too like goody two shoes little, yeah his voice is a little <laughs> higher too yeah you know? his voice is a little like higher for a tough football player you'd imagine like <laughs> he gets but like, like yeah it's kind of he gets tackles like good hit man how are the kids doing I'm like <laughs> what the why would you and then the other guy's like oh they're good they're good yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, thanks, Tim. Thanks for asking, by the way. And then people are genuinely like happy, like, oh, dude, like, Tim's a good guy. He's singing, but he's not singing very well. He's like, you came from heaven to earth. And he's like singing on the, on the bench. And then he runs onto the bench and he's singing the song. I don't know. He's he's an interesting character. Okay, man. so like a dynamic Christian on the field, if you dynamic will. Dynamic Christian. But, you know, I heard he's also a fierce competitor, too, like. He'd be like, "Oh, good, good game today, but I got you next time," or something like that too. <laughs> so you know, I guess that makes player, him fierce. <laughs> you, you have to be at that but level. I think, I think it does. 
it's obvious that when he tries to go for the win at the end of the game. Yeah, oh, dude, he's going like he's all the best, out. He's the best closer in the game. <laughs> Tebow time. Yeah, you can't you can't deny that he's one of the best closers in sports. No, but come on, that's so like they in didn't the small, win the Super in the Bowl. Small sample size that yeah. he, he has. Yeah, he's the best closer. When no, he can, okay. He, when he's in range to be able to close a game, he can close it. <laughs> but like then he should have with that logic, he should have won the Super Bowl that that year. You know. Where he won the first playoff How, game. Who did he, he lose against? Like Green Bay after? No, no, no. no. It was an AFC opponent. So He won against the Steelers. I think it was the Steelers, and yeah. And then he lost against like someone else. Yeah, I don't no, remember. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. It might have been the Colts or something back when Peyton Manning was on there. <sighs> but, yeah. It's, uh, he's a very interesting guy. But what do you think about, I guess, the public? public I'm doing like, I'm popping, man. The public's. <laughs> I did it My again. My ears are like <laughs> ruptured right now. The public perspe- per- perception of these many. There's not many like big name Christians in sports, I guess, to a certain degree. Well, I, yeah, but then you're going back to what Tebow, right? You want to talk specifically about Tebow? I guess. Well, okay. So here's the story with this guy. Um, he came out on a commercial during the Super Bowl a couple of years back. Uh. Planned parent. No, 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 no. Focus on the yeah, family. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, well, what happened was uh, his mom was giving a t- short testimonial about how he was supposed to be aborted as a child because his mom and dad were on the mission field and the facilities didn't have what it what it needed to deliver Tim Tim safely. Were they in the Philippines? Because I know he goes to Philippine missions. Something like that. It was one of the Pacific Islands. Uh huh. So they were out there. The medical facilities didn't have ample ample equipment or anything like that yeah. uh, to, to deliver the child safely, uh-huh. uh, meaning um, deliver the uh, to protect the mother, basically. So um, they, they were advised to abort the child, but they refused to do so. And uh, up comes college superstar Tim Tebow. By the way, he was really good as a college football player. Oh, my gosh. The best, one of the best. Wasn't it's not he on best. a timeshare on top of that, but he was like the goal line quarterback? Well, he was a he was largely a rushing quarterback. Yeah, and um, big part of the, uh, his success came from the fact that uh, nobody could stop him. He like people are arguing now he definitely have a starting position or he definitely have a career somewhere if he just changed positions to to rushing, running back, running fullback, back. something like that. Yeah, for sure. But he he's got legs, but people know him for those long passes that he's made. Like they're just like <laughs> defy all odds. Only God could have guided that ball into the <laughs> receiver's hands and stuff like that. You know, so uh, this is an awesome athlete at the college level. But when it comes to professional sports, it hasn't really panned out. Yeah. Like, so like we're saying, uh, he's a third string quarterback with the Philadelphia Eagles. And this is like his third team in three Who's years. Who's ahead of him? Uh, Matt Barkley. Barkley and there's Sam Bradford. Bradford. And there's also uh, the other USC guy that they have there, too. Sanchez? Yeah, yeah, Sanchez. It's a big chance that Tebow can play this year. No, dude, he's going to get dropped. You have no, four quarterbacks big, on that team right now. Chance. <laughs> Sam Bradford is perennially injured. I think Matt Barkley was injured last year. No, but Barkley's looking good to play. Oh, is he? Yeah. They'd play Barkley over Tebow. Most likely, Tebow doesn't even make the roster for the Eagles at the end of. Uh, Are you serious? Pre-season. Is that what they're talking about? Uh, that's the yeah the initial conversation. I'm gonna pray for you, Tim Tebow. Kido manhejuke. You know, if Tebow actually listened to our podcast, it'd be like. Just another listener. <laughs> no glory to. I can I can fast and pray for you. Okay. <clears throat> so Tebow <laughs> Tebow was a Tebow was a the man that got you in a football. 
He will, yeah, I would say he was the man that got me into football. Fair enough. I know a lot of. Uh, he made football exciting when you were watching. Sure, sure. his I games were fun. It was very easy when you're watching because there's so much going on in football. Yeah. At times that you don't exactly know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Even if they set up and they go, set up and they go. But he made it easy to just watch him and just figure out what was happening with him. And you can see why it was great. Sure. Uh, I mean, like, everybody knows a deep pass is a big deal and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, so Tim Tebow got you into football. Okay, and then there's this other guy that... Uh, Lynn Sanity. He kind of put Asians back on the map. Asian oh Americans gosh, on the map. dude. There's like... I don't understand why Asian girls like him so much. Well, he's a handsome guy, don't you think? I don't know, man. <laughs> he's tall? He's kind of buff, too. I guess that's why. Uh, yeah, definitely an outlier amongst Asian Americans. Tall and buff. Yeah, oh, man. Did you and know? Did you know... Um, Jeremy Lin was on a an eSports cast. Do you know I, for which game? League of Legends? I'm no, it's Dota 2. Dota 2. Supposedly, he plays that game. Oh, he should be playing his own game and getting that better. <laughs> what? That's so jacked up, man. That's like such an anti-fan mentality. Well, you know, to be honest, I was the only one not happy that he came to the Lakers. Obviously, we're LA podcast, <laughs> LA-based podcast, and I'm a huge Laker fan, but he sucks, dude. Really? Well, he was only good for the three weeks, and I don't, everyone I don't feel like game. they like gave him a shot. I think uh, there's a lot of good players in um, sports, hmm. and I feel like when the systems run for him, like Dan, what was it? It wasn't Dan Tony. Wood, 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 Mike Woodson mm-hmm. on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. They gave him the ball, mm-hmm. and he was running everything, and he was doing whatever he wanted. Yeah. And when he's like the focal point of the offense, yeah. kind of one of the people that have the ball, and he has the ball at the end of the games and stuff, like. Then he has an opportunity to do what he does well, which is he's a pretty good offensive player. Well, one of the things, one of the reasons why he had the ball is because nobody thought he could do anything with it, and so there was no pressure on him. And then, yeah, I mean, he would Secret. do make like that one play that nobody could stop. And then, oh my gosh, they oh started gosh. stopping it and putting pressure on him. So he started giving the ball away anyway, like right off the bat. Ah, uh, I'm so not a fan of this guy, but yeah, he he didn't do anything for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him plenty of starting time. I mean, if that's the argument. I don't think so. Well, there's one thing about giving someone starting time, but there's another thing about having to give them starting time and mm. then not wanting to. Well, but then also, like, I, I feel what you were saying, too, was that uh, part of this was that the offense wasn't really catered to the style of player that he was. No way. Oh, okay. That's not what you were saying. No, it wasn't. It, oh, that's oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, no way yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> Catered to the style. It's like the Korean no, where like no doesn't mean no, but it actually means yes. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, like, what is this mean? Yes no. <laughs> what is this mean? <laughs> but uh, no, on the real, uh, like the thing is, like you have to be a player to merit that too, you know. And yeah. I don't know. Just anyway, n- enough griping about. So, the, about him. so one of the big things that Jeremy Lin's known for, obviously, is God. Sure. Um. Uh, I know that he was actually at different church retreats up in Northern California before yeah. his big break in New York. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you guys are all familiar with the story, he was living couch to couch. He was couch surfing different places as he was a member of. He like, didn't have to because he was making enough money, but it wouldn't be financially wise for him to rent a place out. Oh, OK. OK. And then he was moving so frequently. Yeah, that that's why. Because he kept getting traded and stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, but, yeah, his story is that he was couch surfing for a while and all this stuff too yeah but um 
in terms of his Christianity, I do have one thing that I really admire about this guy. What? Supposedly, when he first moved out to L.A., first thing that he did was uh, he hit up Skid Row. And uh, really, I've never heard about this. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, I don't know if he actually did anything out there, but it was is a missional purpose for being out there and really reaching out to the homeless community. Now, I don't know if the homeless community even knew who he was. Just probably another Asian dude lives out in L.A. and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, but, I don't think they care. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really cool to see that about him. And you see that he's very likely the genuine article, which is very refreshing to see. So I yeah, do from what I from. see, it seems like he tries hard right. to be real, and he doesn't. Tr- he tries hard not to let like fame and fortune get in his way. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope. I really pray good things happen to that guy. Yeah. So we have two examples of very uh, polarizing, or very like you said, polarizing figures uh, yeah. in in basketball. They were like the biggest deal in basketball and football at one point, but. They kind of like just dropped off the map. Yeah, and they're, they're like still similar, around. They're they're in similar situations right now. Right, right. So Jeremy Lin is um, looking in for Charlotte. His next team. Charlotte. He's okay. in Charlotte. He's a backup point guard to, I forgot who it was, Kemba Walker. Sure, something like that. Tim Tebow's third string. Right. So they're neither of them are really in the same limelight that they once were. Yeah. And P- they kind of got exposed as athletes, if you will. Yeah. The reason why I'm so harsh with these guys, though, is that there are guys on the other end of the spectrum as well. People who are, like, dominating their sport and still, to a certain extent, renowned as great Christians and stuff like that, too. Uh-huh. Um, for instance, in football, uh, I mentioned this with you earlier, but the guy by the name of Kurt Warner, he's a very active um, professor of his faith. In fact, if you ever hear radio interviews and stuff like that, you're almost never able to get away from God conversation at one point or another. Reporters will actually ask him like about how your faith His has impacted faith. Uh, these, these various things. But the good thing about this guy is he ha- he's actually won the Super Bowl uh, f- once with uh, the Rams back when like uh, he and Marshall Falk were like dominating uh, the vertical. What was Mar- the Mar- Mar- Marshall Falk was a uh, running back? Running back. He was also a receiver threat what, too. He was on the Cardinals? No, no, no. On the, the Rams? Rams. Rams yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then. Warner eventually went to the the Cardinals where he made another Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, yeah. I forgot if he won that, but he and like Larry Fitzgerald were pairing up. And really? Like, yeah. So that's were, when Fitzgerald was going off. Yeah, they're they're going nuts, and um, I mean it was always fun to see because dude, this guy could win, and I don't know about you, but uh, I'm tired of rooting for like sucky Christian Christian athletes because <laughs> there've been a lot to be honest. To be frank, uh, he's and what's interesting with Kurt Warner is that he's not very outspoken about it. I think. Well, no, no, he's he's pretty outspoken about but it. But it's not like, I don't know, he's not like in your face about it. It seems like no, no, definitely his uh, actions speak louder yeah, than his words. Yeah, yeah, that's and, what I'm um, saying. Uh, it's it's great to see that he was doing that too. But uh, on the other side of it, uh, the the final major American sport that we haven't mentioned in baseball. There are a lot of prominent Christian figures, but huh. once again, being an LA based podcast ourselves. Uh, my favorite is a guy by the name of Clayton Kershaw. I mentioned him before. What, is, what does he play? Because most people don't watch baseball. Baseball, I'm he's the he's the number one starting pitcher on the Dodgers. Isn't he the best pitcher in the world right now? He was well, he was the best pitcher in baseball last year. He won the MVP. Last year, yeah. That doesn't happen for pitchers usually. Um so he was the MVP of baseball last year. Uh, but he couldn't win it. I heard in the playoffs he fizzled out. Right. Okay, so there's that. And then uh, there's also the fact that uh in the offseason, like 
he just disappears, drops off the face of the earth. And he goes on missions, right? Yeah, he's in Africa actually reestablishing his uh, foundation that he has that's, out there, too. That's amazing. And throughout the year, too, he does uh, fundraisers for like various organizations that, that he's Now, like, Now, you want to talk about someone that's very not like in your face about it? I think it's Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't, he's a competitor first, dude, and it's cool because... Do you, okay, so I guess you can go two ways with this. Like, he's not outspoken about it. No one really knows until you kind of dig it up. Yeah. Is that... Is that good? Or is it is it better to be outspoken about it or like everyone knows about it? Like what's where's the balance here, you know? It's a good question. I think um if not necessarily everyone knows about it, but a lot of people are still impacted by it. Yeah. I think that says a lot. Actions. Yeah. Huh. Doesn't like his foundation, what he does in missions and all that stuff. He impacts hundreds of thousands of people, maybe thousands. Maybe hundreds. Maybe hundreds of thousands. Yeah. But, like, you know, a lot of people are being impacted by the work that he does. Uh-huh. And so just because mainstream America might not p- put in your face that he's a solid Christian and all these different things doesn't mean that he's not being the light in the world. That's too. true. So I, th- I think it's perspectives more than anything else. Now granted, uh, a lot of people could argue that y- America needs missionaries to work here as much as any other country in the world, too. Yeah. You know, like, at, at least he's going out there into the world and reaching lost peoples for his kingdom, too. So, yeah, a, a lot of respect for the guy. He's, like, 20... He's, like, 25, isn't he? Yeah, 26? 26, I think. 26, 26. 27. Already a dad now and stuff like that. But, man, a lot of respect he for He kind of looks guy. like a goat. <laughs> oh, with the, his beard? And <laughs> yeah. His, yeah. He looks like Billy Goat. <laughs> Billy Goat Kershaw. Oh. Um. <laughs> Father, he didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> God, <I'm just> <laughs> All right, so um, that kind of goes on to our next uh, next topic or next section about um, does God really care about the outcome of s- sports? So does God really care about Clayton Kershaw winning everything? Honestly, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I mean like that's why the Dodgers don't win. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just going to say oh, uh, shoot. the the Giants won this the the World Series yes last year and one of the things is uh their ace pitcher is supposedly a really good Christian too. Lincecum? No, no, Madison Bumgarner. I was going to say. Is it Lincecum? He's called a freak. He like I, f- I feel like he smokes weed or something. Uh, I want to put it past him. You know. <laughs> I heard some weird stuff about him, man. His NorCal culture. Yeah, yeah. No, Madison Bumgarner is supposedly this great Christian and stuff too, but I don't know, his on-field mannerisms and stuff kind of... Uh, I just like hate him? the Giants. He's the Giants, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, so does God care about the outcome of sports? That's a good question. Um, I don't know, what, what do you think? I don't think that God really would move one person to win on the other, especially, like, there's Christians on both teams, let's say, right? Yeah. Or even if there was... One team had all the Christians and the other team had none. Wasn't like the Warriors but like that for a long period of time? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> weren't there a lot of Christians on the Warriors? Oh, I don't know. They would play against the Lakers and Lakers, Lakers are all like Buddhist. Buddhist. <laughs> Buddhist. The Kobeists. They have like, they're the wearing like monk clothes. <laughs> they all have shaved heads, not because they're. <laughs> yes. Okay, this is, this is getting too much. But yeah, I don't think um, like Jesus loves everyone equally, sure. right? And for him to throw an outcome of a sport i don't know he would have to have a reason why wouldn't he if there's a specific reason why god would want to change an outcome of a game for his glory for whatever reason wouldn't he do it because he's capable of everything but i think we have to go back to the word when it comes to 
how God is motivated. Uh-huh. And w- one of the clear things that the Bible tells us is that his, one of his greater motivations is to seek and save the lost. Yes. And so, like, in terms of winning or losing a game and stuff like that, is there a possibility that someone comes saved because of a win in a game? Like, maybe they bet their... Like bet their salvation on or something. <laughs> I, I don't. don't know. I don't know. There is a possibility but for them to come to Christ because of that. Kind of is a more conditional, and it's more. If you think about it in the deep, in deep down inside, you wanted them to win more than salvation. So you're kind of controlling God in the way that God give this to me, and I'll just give this to you because this is all that I wanted in this world. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, part of it could be that. Uh, so is that God, true I'll salvation? believe in you. If like, <laughs> do you remember the angels in the outfield? Let me yeah. just say, Christianity and sports. Oh my gosh, you know, Disney! Disney is the best. <laughs> has the best way of describing how Notice Christianity that works. That were on that movie. Uh, you can just call that movie "Devils in the Outfield." Oh. <laughs> but there's no professional team called the Devils. But the there Devil are Rays. the Devil Rays. <laughs> So let's get into <laughs> the Satang Magis. Maybe that's what Tampa Bay is doing wrong. They're not praying to Satan for a victory. What? What does that mean? Just oh my gosh, that sounded so bad. <laughs> that sounded horrible. <laughs> but, They're uh, praying for praying to Satan for a victory. But uh, <laughs> Angels in the Outfield teaches us that some people might actually get their. Fa- no, I'm just kidding. Actually, the ending of that movie. Was I don't think sad. they. It was anything about believing in Jesus, though. No, it was about Dad coming back home. And to it was pick about. Me up. Using angels to win baseball. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> I just, you just said you don't believe Jesus would or God would. Never mind. This is. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> no one needed to know that. I could have just edited you it, edit it out. You could edit it out. Okay. So I think rather than. Um, Praying to win, I think um, a lot of these these athletes are saying the right thing that they're playing for God, that they're literally just thankful that they've been giving an opportunity to play the sport mm. as their job, as their livelihood, and they can thank God for it. Why are you smiling like that? <laughs> that fake laugh really just cracking me up. There was no fake laugh. <laughs> there was no fake laugh. Could you edit it out? <laughs> no, dude. I'm not gonna edit it. I was only gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Yeah, there were technical difficulties. I accidentally hit the the space bar and <laughs> paused our podcast for a second. You got s- such fat fingers that it went from the edge of the table. Never mind. <laughs> Go on. So you're saying? <laughs> yeah, but they're basically representing God and using the spotlight to push him forward. And I think, in in all things, um, when you're given time, you know, five minutes. I think our last podcast was about do you have five minutes? Well, they. How much is it? How much screen time does the average person get if you divide all the time with the people and you're supposed to get an average of like 12 minutes of screen time, right? You're talking about athletes or? No, everybody in the world is on like TV or some sort of media. seconds of fame or 15 something. Se- is it 15 yeah, seconds yeah. of fame? I think that's how the saying goes. As, well, if you're giving your 15 seconds, these guys have a long time. True. And I think for them to use it in that way to um, push God forward. Because, mm. you know, at the end of the day, you could be such such a great basketball player. You can be such a great um, her stone player. He can be such a great, you know, anything. But like all things in this world, I think who cares at the end of the day? Like no one knows about who won the championship in 1977 in baseball. Actually, who won? Tell me. I'm just kidding. Okay, baseball, basketball. Who won anything in 1977? Tell me. 
Who was a president in 1977? You know, actually, the, the, the president, wasn't it Carter? I have no idea. It could be Calvin Coolidge for all I care. What's well, the name you don't hear very often? <laughs> yeah, you see, but I think during that time when people are listening and people are hearing, um, like paying attention to you, if you're able to share with them about who has changed your life and who's the most important person in your life, I think that that changes everything. Mm. So do changer. what you can now while you can do it. Yeah. So if I become a professional Hearthstone player, you you will see me wear. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, wear, get way too much I'll wear a shirt that. We will color copy your um, chest hair and back hair, and I'll make a T-shirt printed with exactly how your body looks, and I'll wear that T-shirt. How about that? Why don't I just stand in as a body <laughs> double? <laughs> oh, man. So you'll sit on my lap as I play her stuff. No, <laughs> just use full your... This is full circle here. <laughs> Use your green screen and just put my, my body... Just oh. wear that green screen over your... Just have your head over How about your just wear screen. a green shirt? That'll do the same thing. No, you need to wear the green shirt then, right? Yeah, I'll wear the green shirt. And then I just and then we'll webcam you wherever you're at, and then it'll superimpose that image onto my body. Gonna start hitting the weight room starting, <laughs> starting today, <laughs> and shaving that shaving that beast. No, there's no need to there's get no rid need. of my essence. <laughs> Samson essence lost his strength from doing that. You're taking this to the Bible. <laughs> it's always going back to the Bible, oh, bro. Man. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we we I just think got through establishing that. I think. I think. I think this God. is. This is. This is. Yeah. This is God. <laughs> I'm a genius. We're off the rails. We're off the rails, and we're inside a big lake somewhere inside a train that's sinking, and the Loch Ness monster is coming. So we're gonna have to end this now. <laughs> also, uh, if you had any idea what we we're talking about today on Desire the Fire, um, please, we want to invite you to. Uh, Give us your feedback and your comments. Um, we, has really anybody has anybody rated our podcast yet? I did. You did? Yeah. I didn't see it. Maybe it didn't. <laughs> maybe I did it. Where did you rate it? Where did you rate our it? account so that it didn't really mean anything? Where did you rate it at? I I thought I did the YouTube. You did it on YouTube. That's not rating. <laughs> you can't rate a channel. Oh, you know, I just like the like the one of the episodes. I think. Oh my gosh, that's different, huh? Don't do that. Actually, so do that. What do that is every single? What What do you mean by rating our podcast, Chandler? So, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher, you're able you're able to rate the podcast, and we're we're able to see it. It does take some time for, um, for the rating to populate, mm-hmm. but we will see it, and we want to read what you. Think about our podcast. So if I were to do this right now where I loaded up Desire the Fire podcast on our Stitcher app. Yep. Then you would see eventually that I rated it. Oh, you did? No. Well, is that what happened? Like you would yeah, get the notification? Yeah, I think it's on, on the bottom. Oh, I, I, I should. Maybe our email. But if you if you do, right now on our um, iTunes, we have one rating from a fake person named Dan Kim. <laughs> oh, our friend Dan. Dan Kim Amazon Prime. <laughs> why, why, why does it have Amazon Prime at the end of his name? Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> so we have one five star review. So this is a five star podcast, Daniel. Mm. Someone give us a one star. I actually don't know how to rate us on. Oh my on gosh! Stitcher. Are you kidding? I'm looking. Are you right kidding? Now, like, totally the me. <laughs> 
I have no idea how to do this. All right, just just go on. Um, In fact, I think I unfollowed us on. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, this is we are we are now being eaten by the Loch Ness monster. This is why you give glory to God when you say you're a podcast about God. Oh yes. Amen. Amen. Okay. So why do we want ratings? We don't want ratings. We just want glory to God. Yes. So don't rate our podcast. Go and pray and read the Bible. So now you just and desire the fire. Total change of heart. Yeah. Don't go read your Bible. Pray. No, giving us good ratings will help us to put put our podcast out there, and so yeah. people will be able to know. And so not for us. Uh, our egos are already so far damaged that any five-star rating won't help us at all what anyway. What does that mean? Uh, we've been what picked on all mean? our lives for so long. What that does this mean? You're making me cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Yeah, I, I can live with that. You can live with that. Go cry to your wife. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. We're about to wrap up a season, and we are limping to the finish line. So... What are you doing? Are you playing Hearthstone right no, now? No, I was trying Daniel to. Daniel Peck is playing Hearthstone right now. I was trying to refollow no, us on our Stitch yeah. app because it's not on my list. No, it sounds anymore. better if you're playing Hearthstone. I can't find anymore. I'm sorry. I'm really trying to find our podcast. Today. Okay, bye guys. Maybe next the next time we come back, Daniel will have found its own podcast on the podcast directory. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, as always, I uh, just want to encourage everybody to keep the fire burning. Adiós. <laughs>